Live. It's Wednesday. We're coming to you from the parlor at the Gentry Capitol Building. Uh, this is the Percy and Face podcast. I uh, want to welcome everybody here. want to welcome our guest host, Mr. Adam Nelson, who has uh, got a lot of music knowledge. Um, Don't go that far. Well, he's got some music knowledge. If he could have a Hank Williams Jr. song on one through five, it would be. But this was a this is a great cat. This is a great category. It's a great top five. So tonight is songs with a lady's name in the title. It has has to have a lady's name in the title of the song. And when you do when you did your research, probably like me, you're like, holy shit, there is a lot of great music. Whether it's rock, whether it's country. You know, if you want, because we didn't limit it to a genre. And this was the hardest week for me personally to narrow the songs down. Yeah. The narrowing process, I agree, was the toughest part of this. Um, Because, you know, you take a shotgun approach normally and write down, you know, your 25, 30 um, of the titles and the songs. Then you start listening to them. Then you build a playlist and then you listen to it that way. Then you scratch, you make adjustments, you make notes. You think about what songs have good storylines, what are what songs were your favorites, and you know, all that goes into it, you come out with top five in honorable mention. So it's a good list. Do wanna uh, thank our international listeners out there. We got some stats in. We've got listeners from Brazil, from Belgium, from the United Kingdom, from Mexico, from all over the globe. So we are now Prestige International. <laughs> Good job, Percy. That's that's Percy's doing. So, we uh, last week was our biggest listening audience. I uh, want to thank everybody for for joining us. I hope hopefully uh, we'll uh, we'll do even better to tonight. So, looking forward to it. Um, and again, this is brought to you by Spedka Vodka. Pound for pound, Spedka Vodka is is outstanding for the money. It's smooth. It's great. You can't tell it apart from Grey Goose or absolute or some of the others so want to shout out to our unofficial sponsor Svedka looking for maybe one day to get a check from them so you're not going to get paid unless you plug them so are y'all ready to get started ready ready Ready. okay we're going to go with Percy's honorable mentions this is hard for me and I had to I'm going with three normally we get two but Mm -hmm. I couldn't I couldn't really do it and my first honorable mention is Wilson Pickett and Mustang Sally. Yeah, it's a great song. Which kind of piggybacks off last week because it, it was recorded in Alabama. It was recorded in Muscle Shoals. Wilson owned Muscle Shoals. And that probably made everybody's initial list. And was originally titled Mustang Mama. Hmm, I did not know but that. But the guy that wrote it was friends with Aretha. And she suggested that he change it to Mustang Sally. Because of the ride, Sally, ride. Ride, Sally, ride. So it was changed to Mustang Sally. And, you know, that little verse in the song was uh, covered in uh, some Sly and the Family Stone music. My second one is Lucille by Little Richard. I'm glad you didn't say Kenny Rogers, (laughs) which, you know, would deserve a nod, but... That song has been covered by Waylon... The Everly Brothers, so many people have covered that song. You know, actually, Waylon got was a DJ at a young age, and he got fired for playing Little Richard records. I didn't know that. So that's eventually why he covered that song. 
Wow. I, can, I can't hardly imagine hearing Waylon doing Lucille. He, have you heard it? Yes. Oh, and, of course. You know, we actually have ties to Little Richard here in North Alabama. Yeah, we do. Uh, he University was, of Alabama Huntsville, right? No, he was overseas on a tour, and he looked out the window of the plane, and the engine was on fire. And he saw that as a sign of God to get out of rock and roll. So he enrolled at Oakwood College okay. in Huntsville at the Oakwood. seminary. Okay, so so that's how we have ties to him. Okay, and my third one, and final one, is Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys. Giddy up! Glad he said that. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, the guy that sings bass, Richard Sturr. Yes, he was fixing to quit the band, and they put that part, that bass part, in there specifically for him, so he wouldn't quit the band. And it ended up becoming a great hit. Yeah, it was their biggest. It was their biggest hit. I mean, it I, did it go to number one? Oh yeah. yeah, I think it went number one on the pop charts too. Yeah, yeah, I that was a big, big crossover. Yeah. And the Oak Ridge Boys, they liked they liked having souls of women names because they also had a hit with Bobby Sue. Bobby Sue. So that's my honorable mentions. Well, excellent. I'm glad I'm glad he got rid of Elvira there. When I started this, I had. Monday, he said, you got your list? I said, yeah, I got 10. You can only have five, you know, so we kept knocking it down, so I'll take Elvira off my honorable oh, mentions. Oh, yeah, okay, so you're doing this off the cuff for your honorable mentions. Yep. I mean, you've got them, but you're Oh, willing, I got them, yeah. You're willing it down you're to three. Willing it down as we speak, right? Okay. Trudy. Charlie Daniels. Charlie man. Daniels, man. I know that that was off Charlie's debut album. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm guessing that Adam's list is going to be pretty country-centric here. It is. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Except for the so, next one. Okay, what's your Black name? Black Betty. Ram Jam. Where was Black Betty from? Birmingham. Yeah. And most and people don't know. She had a child. The yeah. damn thing went uh, blind. Black thing gone wild. <laughs> Black Betty was a cover. It was a Lead Belly song. Okay. Well, what's it about? I've tried to really break the words down. It's about well, a black girl named Betty from Birmingham that had a blind baby. You realize... Led Belly was a black musician. Yes. So, I mean, that kind of... Yeah. But, but I didn't know that for the longest, but he it was a song by his. I didn't know it was a Led Belly song. Great choice. Jolene. Oh, no. Dolly Parton. I knew it. I bet myself $100 that that was going to come in here with goddamn Jolene. And, <laughs> and, and you know what? I left her out. <laughs> well, she's in the truck. And Probably you know, out there with Fancy. You no. know the story behind that? <laughs> the story behind that song. She wrote that about a, a bank teller that had the hots for her husband. <laughs> now, the actual name, Jolene. How does he know this yeah. shit? I bet she changed her name. Didn't no, she? the name the name Jolene came from a, one of her concerts. Mm-hmm. This little bitty girl, she thought, had the fairest skin and, and the greatest color hair, and she told her she was so beautiful, and she told her her name was Jolene. So she had that kind of already in her mind. And see, the bank teller's name wasn't Jolene, but that's... Yeah, but this poor little girl was yeah. painted as a whore. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean... Much like Fancy. So, I mean... I mean uh, Fancy's not on your list. No, it? sir. <laughs> okay. We'll continue then. Absolutely. <laughs> with a drink of Svetka. Finest vodka on the planet for the money. You got another one, Adam? Oh, no, I marked Elvira off. That was my honorable mention. Okay, so you got your... That's, that's your my three. Mentions, right? Jolene, Black Betty, and Trudy. What a night that would be. 
Good Lord. Listen, we can all get in trouble with our bad at home. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Anyway, let's have a drink. Oh, another one? Okay. Mm -hmm. And yours are up now. All right, my honorable mentions. I've only got two. Um, I could have had three or four. I mean, it was that. Oh, and thanks for letting me have three, you know. I'm the only been your guest. Thank you. That's the least we could do. So my first honorable mention, and I don't even know if you guys know this song. You should, but it's Rosie by Jackson Brown. So it's off the Running On Empty album, and it's actually not about a girl named Rosie. It's about masturbation. Mm. So there's lines. It in <laughs> <laughs> I've got to hand it to me, Rosie. So well, looks like it's me and you again tonight. Jackson had a theme there. Well, you know, when he most people think that Redneck Friend was about. Yeah, it was about the same thing. Well, I don't know so, what it is about Jackson and and playing. No pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. So okay, but it's a great song, and it, to me, it had to make the list because I know so many people that know and like the song, and it's an awesome tune. I've I've seen it played in bars. Yeah, and. They have. They just think it's about a girl named Rosie. Rosie. They have no idea what it's about. And I tend to like to be the person to break the news to them. Hey, hey man, you know what that song's about? Great masturbation song. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's my honorable mention. My other honorable mention, I'm right there with Adam, Black Betty, Ram Jam. Love that song. It's, I mean, the guitar licks in it. There's some pauses in it. There's an extended uh, rides, what I like to call it, in it. And um, it looks like a bunch of good old boys from Asbury in the mm -hmm. front yard of their trailer park in the video, and they're getting down. So that's my honorable mentions. All right, so, then. Here we are. Drum roll. Give us a drum roll, Percy. I oh, can't. He can't do it. Adam, you <laughs> I have no drum. I have no Drum roll. Top five. We're going now. We go round robin. Fives and fours, and uh, many times I lose count on what number we're on. Okay. Um, so Percy's always good at reminding me. So number five, Percy. Number five for me is the great John R. Cash and a boy named Sue. Oh my God! I should have known. I'm he glad sang. he said. I'm glad he said that. And was written by the great Shel Silverstein. If you don't know, check out the songs that he wrote. He wrote songs for Waylon. He wrote songs for Loretta. He wrote songs for Dr. Hook. A great songwriter. There's Dr. Hook has one. Sylvia's yeah. mother. Shel Silverstein is a great songwriter. That's not on your list. And the it? first time that Johnny did this song was at San Quentin. The first time he did it live. And he read it off a piece of paper. Wow. Which, San Quentin's a great album. That I toyed with that guys. song all week. And everybody that I would ask, besides him, you can't do it. Because it's about a boy named Sue, and I kept saying, "No, nah, it's a girl's name." Girl's name, girl's name. Girl's name in the title. Done it, I don't have any feedback at home, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, you do talk to yourself. Well, the, I find that and Rosie. I, yes, yeah. <laughs> do you know Rosie? <laughs> never. I got the never mind finger. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about it. All right. All right, Adam. What's your number five? All right, number five should be number four, but number five, we'll go with it. Lucille, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> you picked a fine time to leave me. I mean, you can't argue with that. Right. You can't. And that song, everybody knows that song. Everybody it's, sang it. Whether it was 400 kids or 400 kids. I mean, 400 kids hey, and a crop in the field. Yeah. Kenny was a big crossover. I mean. Absolutely. You know, he was a big pop star with the first edition. He was. And then when he, when he started his country, a lot of that crossed over. 
I mean, well, a lot of people don't realize that he helped Don Henley and the band Shiloh yes. sort of get launched a little bit. They, they actually at, went and moved in. Yes, they lived at his house. At his house, yeah. Um, they asked him to come check him out one night, and uh, he was like, I don't do that kind of stuff. And Henley pleaded with him, eventually he did, and said, all right, these guys are pretty good. And they had, uh, they got one. What, what's the Shiloh song? Oh, come on, Michael. It's a, It's mm-hmm. like, it's got like, Ten words in it. It's the longest title in the world. We'll get back to it. No, we actually stumped stumped the beast. Okay, well, Google while we're doing this. I think it was like never ending song of love. About. It's longer than that. Yeah, it's crazy. I'd say you caught me on that one. It'll come to me about nine thirty tonight when I'm trying to. We'll get this handled before we close this podcast out. Okay, so. Where that was we? my five. It's your five. My five? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, y'all, I'm sure you didn't think of this one. Mary Jane's Last Dance Absolutely by Tom did. Petty. Sure did. So I'm a Tom Petty fan. Talking point in this, this for this to me is, is he talking about trying to give up smoking marijuana? Yes. Yeah. Mary Jane's Last Dance. That's what I get out of it. So I thought it's a great song. It's worthy of the top five. A lot yeah, of great lines. A lot of great lines. song, Take Me As a... Yep. A lot of those Tom Petty yeah. was, were memorable, memorable videos. That he that, had and too. that was a great That was video. a great one, too. Yeah, yeah. He great did video. it right, man. I mean, he was big in the MTV era, and that song was... It's a great song. Yes. So, anyway, that's about the number the video? Five. Do you remember the video? Absolutely. Who was in the video? Uh, Mary Jane. Yes. That's what yeah. I thought. I and she was it. doing her last dance. Yes. All right. All right. My number four is Angie by the Rolling Stones. Outstanding. There was a, the myth is that they wrote this, that Mick wrote this about David Bowie's wife. Mm. But that's a total myth. Keith supposedly was in rehab when his wife was having their baby, Angela. Of course, he was in rehab. But he's still alive, so there you go. Well, they say when the big one hits, cockroaches and Keith Richards will still be around. So that's supposedly the deal, but, I mean, lock Keith up in the crapper and he could write a song. I mean. Yeah, he wrote Wild Horses on the Can of Muscle Shoals. Yeah, so that's my number four. Number four is a good one. Hard to argue. What's your four, Adam? Good golly, Miss Molly. Little Richard. Little Richard. Yeah, you can't argue with that. Absolutely. He's one of the pioneers of rock and roll. Yes, Mm -hmm. he was a seminal part of rock and roll. Seminal part of rock and roll and could even be considered one of the kings of rock and roll. And performance-wise, the guy was crazy. I mean, he was a nut. (laughs) He'd take his shirt off. I saw a concert footage of he was up in the rafters with Mm -hmm. half his clothes off. And, um, And, you know, we talked about... Huntsville and Oakwood College, they built a Wahlburgers yeah. in Huntsville, mm-hmm. and there's a big m- mural on the side of it. Mm-hmm. With Little Richard. Little Richard painted yeah. on it. So that's pretty cool. That's great. That was your number four. Mm-hmm. All right, my number four, and you guys, I don't know if you thought about this one, but it's Sweet Jane by the Velvet Underground. So I that's, did. that's Lou Reed at his ultimate heroin finest. No, that crossed my mind. And uh, this is the whole Andy Warhol scene. You know, Andy Warhol got involved with Velvet Underground and sort of put together that little super group with Lou Reed and 
Yeah, it's just a great story. I'm not really sure what the heck it's about. I tried to break it down the other night, and all I could get was these guys are doing tons of heroin. But it's a great song. It's hard to figure out Lou Reed, period. Yeah. Much like Frank Zappa. It's just kind yeah, of just... R.I.P. Yeah. on both those yeah. guys. It's kind of hard yeah. to figure so out. So that's my number four. So here we are. Critical moment. Top three. Number three for me is Melissa by the Allman Brothers. Yeah, we my initial, initial list. And this was... Greg said that this was Dwayne's favorite song that he wrote hmm. was Melissa. I saw that in an interview with Greg. So it's real special. it was real special to him before he passed away. Yeah, it's a great song. And if you go to any bar or whatever and somebody's playing... Oh yeah, they're, they're going to play. The chances are an acoustic set. They're going to play Melissa. Melissa. Yeah, they'll be Melissa. That's my number three. All right, what Del- you got there? Delta Dawn. Oh my God, Helen Reddy. No, Tanya Tucker. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the second time. The yeah. second time. And most people. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. No, better, better. You, you know, yeah. when she recorded that song, they she was fourteen, and back then they would send the the artist. To the to the radio stations, and they wouldn't let her go because they didn't want to know how old she was because that was such a mature subject, and she was like 14 years old, and they didn't. Later on, they didn't know how what kind of a wild child she would become. But mm-hmm. thanks to the Rhinestone Cowboy, absolutely. Yes. And she said, and that, brought to you by cocaine. <laughs> and she still says that Glenn Campbell was the love of her life, no yeah. matter how much he beat her up. <laughs> He, yeah, but I mean, it was cocaine induced. That doesn't give him a pass. You should never hit a woman. But I mean, they they were in a love hate, s- love yeah. hate certain state of mind. Yes. Yeah, for real. Okay, my number three. It's a great song. It's a solid number three, and that's Roxanne by the Police. When so, we come up with this to do this one, the song titles with him his name. This was playing at Twin Peaks when. When we came up, of with course this. it was. That it was, was the inspiration. No, it but it was playing. Yeah, it was playing. Okay, so Roxanne, I mean, come on, the police in there. It's the police at their best, number one, and it's about a prostitute in Amsterdam. You know, you don't have to walk the streets tonight. You don't have to put up, put on the red light, and it's also made famous. In the movie 48 Hours with Eddie Murphy, when Nick Nolte first meets him and he's in the jail cell singing Roxanne to the top of his lungs with a with his uh, that's all I can think about now is when <laughs> yeah. I hear that song when that song comes Eddie, on. Is, I think about the Steve Martin movie, wasn't there? A, well, there was a movie called Roxanne, yes, by Steve Martin, but yeah. that song never made the movie, no, but still, but still, yeah. Oh, I think about Eddie Roxanne. Murphy sitting in the jail, yeah, but it's a great song, so, yes, and again, Roxanne. Like some of these others, are they're degenerates. So it's fit, fitting in with my list real well. All right, so we're at number we're two. down to number two. I'm number keeping two. up this week. You're doing a good job this week. Yeah, that I'm means you haven't have. had enough Svetka. Well, we might have to take a break. Uh, number two for me was was probably a a hit twice, but the biggest version of it was made by the man himself. And it's Amanda by Waylon Jennings. Yeah. Written by the great Bob McDill, mm-hmm. who wrote songs that 
Ray Charles recorded, Joe Cocker recorded. So that's another songwriter that if you don't know about, research Bob McDill. Okay. Wrote lots of songs. And that's just, it was first made a hit. But what, do you know why he wrote it? Bob wrote it as an apology to his wife. Yes. Yeah. But it was first made popular by the gentle giant, Don Williams. Mm. And then Waylon. It's a great song, and I personally love it. My wife's name is Amanda, uh, but she would scold me if I ever got up and sang karaoke to Amanda, to Amanda yeah. and, and if it made my list. But it's just, it would have made, I guess, my country list. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a great song. Everybody in this room knows me. If there's any chance that I can get Waylon in there, he's oh, going yeah, to be in there. He's on there. So that's my number two. All right. Adam, what you got for two? Linda on my mind. Conway <laughs> Twitty. <laughs> There's so many songs. This on the song play, hey, on our playlist yeah. we're about to have. We've all been different. Have we had one that we all agreed on? Ram Jam. Yeah. Black Betty. It's only one that any of us nope. had, had in common. It wasn't on mine. No. It was just well, And I had Elvira's of mention, but since he did it, I left it off. Wow. I mean, what? I mean, he's laying there with Linda on his mind, you know. I mean, it's it's. I made Linda's popular back in nineteen seventy five for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and I have to. That's just not a good topic for me with well, that. I understand why he does. He must have had a Linda in his oh, mother. Oh, Linda. oh, that's a whole. <laughs> we don't have a big enough couch to talk about that right now. <laughs> yeah. So on to your number two. My number two, and it was almost number one. Is Lola by the Kinks. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. It's about a transvestite. And again, this is one of those songs like Rosie. People are just jamming along to it. They have no idea what it's about. But when you break it down and listen to the words, I mean, this poor kid realizes that he just kissed a man, has been dancing and with you know, a man. There was two versions of that. In the United States, they couldn't sing about Jerry Cola. Oh, that's right, because yeah. of trademark yeah. issues. And then there's one version where it's, 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 it's a cherry cola, and then it's just C-O-L-A, cola. Yeah. They had two different versions of that. Ticky, ticky. Hey, Svedka, <laughs> we like you. We're going to keep using you as a plug. We're not using cherry cola until we get a cease and desist letter. Uh, we're going to continue. So, anyway, that's my number two. So, drum roll, and I'm betting. Michael and I had the same number one. Adam may even have No. Okay. I know he won't, but I know me and you will. And number one for me, and I went back and forth with this all week, but when you listen to the song, number one for me is Layla by Derek and the Dominoes. Oh, yeah. When you've got Dwayne Allman and Eric Clapton, and not only that, the story behind the song. Tell the story. He was in love with George Harrison's wife. At the time. Mm-hmm. What she ended up divorcing George and marrying him, and they stayed friends till the day that George died. Yeah, they did. After he stole like, his wife. I love my mate. And three of the greatest rock and roll love songs were written about the same woman. Something by the Beatles was written about George Harrison's wife. Yeah. Layla was written about George Harrison's wife at the time. And wonderful. And her name was Patty. Patty Boyd. Yeah. And wonderful tonight was written about Patty when she was 
Eric's wife. Yeah, Winchester. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's probably the one with the greatest storyline is, is definitely Leila. And to me, that's Clapton's I mean, best vocal performance. Yeah. Because you can, you can hear the pain in his voice. You can. And not to mention, it has one of the greatest piano riffs in it. I mean, if you want to call it a piano solo, but he's Clapton is making his guitar whine while they're playing the piano. And it was also featured in one of my favorite movies, which is Goodfellas. And I'm going to have to go out, go ahead and call out a curmudgeon we have at work. John Clemens, you're just going to have to get over that because that's a great song. Hey, John. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a good song. That brings me to, uh, I'm not going to do my number one yet, but Clapton's, uh, that album, was it Unplugged? No. Well, yes. The, it was, on, he, well, he, it was he, on Unplugged. He had a hit with it twice. Yes. It was a hit on Layla and Assorted Love Song, yes. Derek and Dominoes. Then he broke it down to acoustic style on Eric Clapton Unplugged. And that's and probably that the only his, version John knows. Well, yeah, yeah. so he, need, he needs to listen to Derek and yeah. the Dominoes. But on that album, there was another song uh, about a woman. Her name started with an A. It was Alberta. Alberta, Alberta. Alberta. Yes. Yeah. That's a great one, That's too. a great song. That <laughs> could have made a list somewhere. Yep. Yeah, who did Alberta originally? All those Jeez. songs that he did were old blues songs on that. He did, he did Malted Milk on that album, which was... Nobody knows was the old Robert Johnson song. Mm -hmm. He did Before You Accuse Me, which actually he had recorded that song. He had recorded that song electrically before he he recorded, and that was uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was a Bo Diddley song, yeah. Before You Accuse Me. And most of those, except for a few like Old Frisco that he recorded on that, were the good bit of them were old blues songs. That he well, it was that. it was a great album. And in my opinion, I mean, that that could be, really, we could go back to the top five, and it was in my top five albums. But that really kind of classic rock blew the Unplugged scene all the way open. Well, he he started the whole Unplugged scene. He was the first episode yeah. of MTV's Unplugged, and, was Clapton. And what started it was Bon Jovi. No, it was Kiss, wasn't it? Didn't they? Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi, and Richie Sambora came out at the MTV Music Awards in the 80s, and just them, Richie on acoustic and Bon Jovi, and they were sitting on bar stools, and they did uh, Dead or Alive, acoustic mm -hmm. version, and people went nuts for it. Yeah. Next thing you know, I mean, it was MTV, it was an MTV yeah. show. They said, man, this we're on, we've caught lightning in a bottle here. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, Eric Clapton's doing Unplugged on MTV. And, yeah. and then a long series. And that's a, that could be a whole discussion for another top five. Could be top five Unplugged concerts. Yeah. Because there's and some great the, ones. The Magnificent Tears in Heaven was on that. I mean. Absolutely. About his son falling yeah. from a, his yeah. apartment window. I mean. That's well. Just... So, Adam. Number one. It's already been mentioned. Second version though, Waylon's version of Amanda. Okay. My number one. Yeah. And to finish his story about it, when Bob McDill wrote that, he took it to Waylon and Waylon wasn't there. He left it with the secretary or whoever was answering the phone at the record label. And they never gave it to Waylon. Don got it, sang it. Waylon Collins like, Why in the hell didn't I get this song? You know, well I left it for you down at the receptionist. So he kept he recorded it. 
what Don did in 74 or so. So Wayland did it that next year, and it wasn't nothing. But then he redid it about four or five years later and went straight to number one. I didn't realize it was number one. Mm -hmm. A lot of Wayland stuff was done. All his popular songs uh, were done three or four years before Wanted the Outlaws came out. Yeah. And they had that great idea to package those. Yeah. And you listen to his live album, which is one of the finest live albums I ever recorded, mm -hmm. was recorded 74 or 75. It Wanted the Outlaws didn't come out to 77. Mm -hmm. It just turned people on to him. Yeah. Yeah, his stuff is already out there. It just turned everybody yeah. his way. And nothing wrong with Don Williams' version of it. No, I mean, you can't, so I mean you, can't be, you can't criticize anything Don right. Williams does. Right. But, you know. And it's a great name because I had a sister named Amanda. So obviously it had to be yeah, number one. So we've got something in common. That's right. My wife's Amanda, your sister's Amanda. It is a great song. And, um, yeah, can't argue with that. Personally, deep down in my heart, I'd like to put that as number one. But I go with Layla, my number one. So it's a it's just a great song. Not only to me is it the number one for this category we're talking about this week, but it's like top to me a top five greatest songs ever. Yeah. Um, just and not the unplugged version. I'm talking Derek and the Dominoes, straight up, right off of uh, Derek and the Dominoes, assorted Layla and assorted love songs. If you don't have the album. I mean, you don't have to buy it. Just check it out. Go on, go on whatever. And he's probably one of the few to. people to have a chart song with a, a the version of it and then have it a hit as just a totally reworked version yeah, because of she, the same song. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, no doubt. So, hey, that's three really interesting, different. We had a few that we uh, all agreed on. In the, in the same ranking, almost. Um, but overall, I think uh, three good top five lists. Um, Y'all want to give any shout-outs to anybody? I want to shout-out to my friend George Bailey. I don't know where you are today, George, but he texted me today, wondered if we were doing a podcast tonight. So uh, it's a good old friend. He likes music. He, uh, we might have him down here one and day. And I just want to say, if, if anybody listening wants to guest host, yeah, let us know. Hit our Facebook page. Uh, we are going to put all these songs on a Spotify playlist. We'll keep you posted um, as to what that is. And sometimes several new listeners because we told over a hundred people at the Hank Show over the weekend about that's this what I heard. That's yeah, what so. I heard. Yeah, uh, Percy was telling me about that. That's fantastic. So um, we will announce on Facebook this week what next week is going to be and whether or not we're going to have a guest host. Uh, and until then, have a great evening. Thanks for listening.